another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Ha ha! Yeah, yeah! Fudge! It's good. <laughs> good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning. Fellow Jesterians. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you, man. I miss you. Keep on keeping on, brother. Do you. Get it. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's been a shitty week. My, well, weather-wise. It's been a shitty week weather-wise. Raining all week. My little grass is long. Needs to be mowed. Oh, but what are you going to do? You can't mow it when it's wet. That would be just as it is it is trash. It's a trashy move. Got to wait for it to dry out. Dry out, dry out. Tomorrow is Saturday, July 10th. We'll be... Recording our first podcast with the new Sessions with the Jester co-host, Beefy the Comic. We're going to be playing some chess. I wanted to do it downtown, but like I said, it's fucking raining. So we'll probably do it right here in my office. Why the fuck not, right? That's what I said. <laughs> so I've been hearing, I don't know if it, it probably won't be on NPR, but I've been hearing that... Uh, this girl in the Olympics got knocked out or got, uh, I don't know exactly what happened. She can't run in the 100 meter race, but she can run in the 100 meter relay, the 4x4, four four, which it's just, it's, it seems rather arbitrary to me because, well, the whole fucking thing is arbitrary because she's fucking, she's smoking a J. She got high. And the fucking, the Olympic Committee doesn't like THC in your blood. So, which which is fucking horseshit. The whole thing is, it's all fucking horseshit. It's just, uh, oh man, I'm just, what are you going to do, man? <laughs> I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. It's fucking horrible, man. There are still people in fucking jail serving life. For fucking because of weed, when <laughs> Jesus, it, it, it's it's fuck it's a horrible fucking situation. But that's the government we live in, because our illegitimate president, Mister Illegitimate Joe Biden, wrote the goddamn laws that locked up all these motherfuckers for weed. But yeah, we wanted illegitimate Joe and that goddamn Camel Harris. And come on, come on. They're two fucking horrid people. All they do is want to put, lock up fucking, lock fucking people up, man. Because they're just, they're fucking ridiculous fuckers, man. Oh, that's aggravating. But it is what it is, man. 
fuck them people and live your life. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's dive right into the UFC. UFC. See what NPR is trying to sell us. That whoa, whoa. Let's dive right into the UFC. See what NPR is trying to sell us today, shall we? Let's fucking get it. Authorities say two of the men arrested in connection with the assassination of President Jovenel Moise are American citizens. Haiti's police chief says they've detained 17 suspects so far and that three other suspects were killed by the police and eight others are on the run. For the latest, we've got NPR's Jason Bobian. He's covered Haiti extensively. Hey, Jason. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So what more do we know about the two men Haitian authorities say are American and about their alleged involvement in the assassination? We don't know a lot about them, but Mm -hmm. two of them are believed to be Haitian Americans. One of them is 35. The other is 55. That's what officials out of Haiti are telling us. Uh, Both of them supposedly are residents of Florida. Canada's foreign ministry yesterday said that the younger one worked briefly at the Canadian embassy in Port-au-Prince as a reserve bodyguard briefly. Uh, The other 15 suspects, they're all from Colombia. And Colombian Mm. police and military officials... Yesterday, they said that they are soldiers. They said 26 Colombian former soldiers are involved in this, including the ones that are still on the run. And making this even a bit more complicated, 11 of the Colombians, they were arrested inside the grounds of the Taiwanese embassy yesterday. Taiwan has confirmed that. Uh, it, It is still unclear exactly who orchestrated this whole thing, but it's getting more complicated by the day. Wow. Has the U.S. said anything about the allegation that American citizens are involved? So the State Department has confirmed that it is aware that Haitian Americans are in custody, uh, but they won't say anything more than that, uh, confirm their identities or anything like that. But the U.S. State Department has said that they're aware that two Americans are being held. Do we know anything more about what exactly happened at the president's residence during the attack? <laughs> you know, some video Stop with that bullshit. Out, uh, they do it purposely. The president's well residence. Attack. Uh, you see these uh, pickup trucks driving up to the residence. You see people in clear military formation. There are clearly people who are, understand military tactics. You've had people who gone in and actually start some of the investigations. They said that they found cartridges from large gauge weapons inside Uh, what is interesting is that you're not hearing about any of president moise's security guards being arrested being injured Uh, the first lady was also shot she's been airlifted to to florida for treatment but does not appear that there was much resistance at all inside the president's residence to these attackers (laughs) the president's residence oh man i'm I'm curious. I want to know what this dude was doing. Why was he... Why did he piss off? He pissed off somebody. Somebody with a lot of power and a lot of uh, reach. What were his... Maybe we'll look up what were his uh, not-so-famous policies. Let's let's do a deeper dive in the review about this guy. Because I'm interested in this story now. Who came in and, from what we are hearing, shot president multiple times and and then we're all able to flee and later be, be arrested outside 
Now, interim Prime Minister Claude Joseph declared a state of siege for a two-week <coughs> period, basically martial law. Yeah. What's the current situation on the ground? It, it sounds like things are starting to come back to, to normal a little bit. You know, people are starting to get out. Uh, it, things have been really dead right afterwards, like people were staying in their homes, just listening to the radio. Uh, but what is really interesting is now uh, another rival to Joseph has come forward, Ariel Henry. He was supposedly supposed to replace Joseph this week as prime minister. He's now stepping forward and saying that he is the rightful prime minister and not Joseph. Th this is making things even more complicated in what is already, you know, an incredibly difficult situation in Port-au-Prince. NPR's Jason Bovian, thanks. You're welcome. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get high. I'm going to get high out this bubbler provided to us by 71 Degrees and Cloudy. Best little smoke shop you'll ever find. They're at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York or at 710andcloudy.com. That's 710-A-N-D-C-L-O-U-D-Y.com. All your smoking accessories, your smell goods, your glass, everything, as well as your Sessions with a Jester t-shirt. You can get that for only 20 bucks. And remember to use code SWED10 at checkout. Save 10% on your entire order. Hotspots are popping oh, up. Jesus and those Christ. are directly linked to dangerously low vaccination rates. I'm now, sure they are. That NPR did with <laughs> I'm sure that's what you're going to tell us. Jesus Christ, this Delta doesn't. Variant, which is very contagious, is now the dominant strain in this country. And in some. Again, she just. It's more contagious. That's what. That's it. It's not more effective in killing you. It's not going to make you sicker. It's not going to make you more dead. It's. It's not. It's not even as bad as the original COVID, who was at 0.03% mortality rate. So, why the fuck is... Because they want to scare you. That's why they're bringing it up. They want everybody... And this is just... This is all just horseshit propaganda trying to scare you. So let's just... Fucking let them, let them keep on trying their best. It accounts for more than 80% of new infections. NPR health correspondent Rob Stein joins us now to tell us more about it. Good morning, Rob. Good morning. Fuck so you, everything Rob. looked like it was going so well in the U.S. cases. <laughs> the going down. Yeah, it was What's handled happening? so well. Jesus well, you Christ. Know, the vaccination campaign pretty much stalled, unfortunately. As yeah, because the Delta everybody who wants so to be vaccinated is vaccinated right now. Hit a wall, and infections may have even started rising again nationally. And if you drill who the fuck the cares? State, nobody is it, going on. In the past week, the number of if COVID kills you, you're beyond the expected life expected. The COVID kills people after Arkansas, the you know what? I can't fucking think right now. But you know what I'm trying to say. The average age of death caused by COVID is beyond life expectancy. So get the fuck out of here with this goddamn bullshit. 
No, shut right, the fuck right. up. And the, You're you know, the CDC lists huh. hot spots by county, but that fucking is a lot. Let's see, what we got here, man? So NPR well, yeah. Hopkins decided to take a look at what's been happening over a longer period, over a month. And when you do that, you can really see the places that look like they're in trouble, where it isn't just a blip. In trouble of what, buddy? In trouble of what? Increase. Uh, Newton County, Missouri. People getting sick? Then getting better, and then naturally getting these antibodies that you're injecting into people willy-nilly. Go fuck yourself, man. Come on. Most of the counties are in states that are also reporting state-level increases, but not all are. In fact, we are seeing counties in states that we haven't really been worrying much about. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. Analysis illustrates that pretty dramatically, almost all of the counties experiencing sustained outbreaks, 92%, have vaccination rates below the national average. Ottawa County in Oklahoma is only vaccinated 23%. Newton County, Missouri, only 16%. So? And even states that have high vaccination rates again, are seeing outbreaks in counties that have... Again, let, let's go over this. If you get this unapproved vaccine injected into your body nobody knows the long-term effects of this vaccine is it changing your dna is it making you sterile we'll see i'm sure as fuck not gonna get a goddamn vaccine and plus if this fucking virus isn't killing a great deal of people it's just making you sick why not come about the antibodies naturally? Get fucking sick. Do you remember younger? We used to go to fucking chicken pock parties, so we can everybody, all the kids can get the chicken pox because you don't want to get it later in life. Who the fuck? This is see. But if you have the fucking antibodies, you're never gonna fucking get it. How the? This is just horseshit. This is all just fucking. Horseshit that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Any goddamn sense unless there's something in this vaccine that the people in charge want you to take. That's the only reason why they're pushing it so goddamn hard. Because there's something in there that's going to fucking do something to you, man. Yay! Rate, subscribe, and share. Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Am I, am I crazy for thinking that? No. Because the fucking, it's right fucking there. Methinks thou dost protest too much. No, methinks you doth fucking push this goddamn vaccine too much. I mean, if it's for the health of the nation, why aren't you giving out free chemotherapy? Or free fucking insulin, man. My mother could fucking use that shit. They're fucking living on the farm broke as fuck because they have to pay for the goddamn... Uh, medications for her goddamn uh, uh, diabetes, man. So stop using that line. This is for it, that's bullshit. Go fuck yourself. Been vaccinated enough people. It raises the prospect that we can see.
case increases elsewhere in these states, but potentially also in other states that haven't yet seen case increases. One of the things that we keep forgetting about this pandemic is that something that happens in one state is not isolated from something that will happen in another state. And so as long as we see case increases in any part of the country, it remains a national crisis. So it's not, not a fucking national crisis. People are fucking horrible fucking people, man. Horrible fucking people. Every last motherfucking one of them. Yeah, yeah, the company says a third shot of its vaccine boosts the immune system pretty substantially. Like as a human being, I don't, I, I can't understand why you would do fucking do this. should help increase protection against the Delta variant. Because I'm not greedy. I'm, I'm not self-centered. Is that why I can't understand why the fuck these fuckers are just fucking over everybody for their benefit? NPR health correspondent Rob Stein, thank you. You bet. President Biden is defending his decision to pull U.S. troops Fuck illegitimate Joe. Even as the it wasn't his fucking decision. Fucking Trump said he was going to do it. Trump said he was going to fucking do it. So it's not fucking Biden's goddamn decision. Jesus Christ. Whatever results in terms of a government. There he was speaking yesterday, insisting he will stick to his plan to end this country's longest war. He it's not his motherfucking plan. Did not fail, and that the Afghan government is capable. But we of did fail. The Taliban. Huh. More on that, and by that's NPRC right. We're fucking withdrawing because we're giving the Taliban our shit. So dear, because the they're our proxy army. That's remarks. the only reason why it's fucking happening. Well, government officials have declined to comment, which says a lot. But other Afghans say they expected something like this, and they find it, frankly, upsetting. Listen here to Abdullah Frankly, I don't give a damn. He speaks as an Afghan because citizen, and he says Biden is abandoning Afghans. Well, we got to take you off the teeth at once. Sometimes, at some point, you got to fucking learn how to... Do it yourself. That's what everybody needs to fucking learn how to do it them fucking selves. Stop depending on motherfuckers. Now it's nice to have people to help because I will always be there to help. But you shouldn't depend on me. You should be able to do it your fucking self. Because I'm not here to drag you through this earth. I'm here to get myself through. How did Afghans see that? Here, Afghans I've spoken to say Biden has a point. This is a political elite that is so divided that fuck illegitimate Joe Biden. He doesn't. Only point he has is when his nipples are hard. His main opponent. <laughs> now, analysts like Nayib Najafzada, who runs a think tank, oh, Jesus. is worried that political elites oh, might Jesus. just cut deals with the Taliban. They already cut deals with the Taliban because they are our proxy army. They do our bidding. They we. It's fucking it's been released. You go fucking look for it. It's there. On the I'm not telling fucking stories. I'm telling you fucking facts, man. But analysts say it's also important to remember how American administrations also badly weaken the Afghan government. And they did that by oh. making a deal with the Taliban to withdraw that excluded the Afghan government. And... After that deal, they conveyed that it was based on conditions, including peace talks with the Afghans. But then the Biden administration simply withdrew unconditionally. And if I could add here, Leila, that helped collapse morale among Afghan forces. I'm sure. And agreement the Taliban mm -hmm. surge that we're seeing today. You know, but that's what you get for trusting the U.S. government, man. The we're the most corrupt government on the fucking planet. <laughs> People really need to realize that, and then they'll the stop making deals, and then we'll be fucked, but we brought it on ourselves, because 
Well, we didn't bring it on ourselves, but the fucking people who think they know better than everybody else did. The Taliban control at least four border crossings now, and they're seizing them to choke off aid to the Afghan government and to assert political legitimacy. That's the thing with democracy, man. You get what you deserve. With the movement. So fuck it. Our first let's let's the ride the wave, baby. Kabul. There's clashes in Ghazni city. It's about 100 miles south of the capital. It would be a launching pad to attack Kabul and a way of severing the capital from the south. NPR's Dia Hadid, thank you for your reporting. Thank you, Leila. For Friday, July 9th, 2021. <laughs> Stop, you're just a dick. But uh, now for review, we're going to do a little deeper dive on uh, the Haitian president's policies. Um, let's go to DuckDuckGo, because that's the search engine we use. Why Haiti's president was a controversial leader. Haiti president Jovenel Moïse speaks on stage during the 2018 Concordia Annual Summit in New York on September 25th, 2018. Le Vogel get oh, Come on. Shine on botanicals. The best CBD product on the market all around. You find a better price for a comparable product, we will beat it hands down. Email the Jester's Promoting Company at thepromotingjester at gmail.com to place your orders. Wholesale prices available for orders over five bottles. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, Haitian president was killed during an attack on his private residence early on Wednesday, according to the country's acting prime minister, Claude Joseph. Shit, maybe it's maybe it was one of the fucking uh, prime ministers there, the people next in charge, the person next in charge who fucking hired this done. Joseph said in a statement that a group of unidentified individuals attacked Moise's home at around 1 a.m., the president's residence, and fatally wounded the head of state. Haiti's first lady was also shot and is receiving treatment, he added. Prime Minister condemned what he described as a heinous act. But come on, I want to tell tell us why he was controversial. Oh, shit, he was 53 years old. He looks, well, good black known crack, I guess. He looks young as fuck. Oh, excuse me. The former banana exporter spent most of his past years waging a political war with the opposition over the terms of his presidency. Moise claimed his five-year term should end in 2022, a stance backed by the United States. United Nations and Organizations of America state, American States. The opposition has argued he should have stepped down on February 7th this year, citing a constitutional provision that starts the clock on the term once a president is elected rather than when he takes office. Oh, so this opens up a little bit more. We probably should go further, but we don't have the time. Uh, we we will continue. Sure, I'm sure this is a story is just starting. But so what I'm thinking now is maybe it was his uh, his opposition 
It has, well, it doesn't have to be, but. And this says that, uh, who wrote this article? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's a CNN article. You can't fucking believe a goddamn word they say. So let's, uh, let's go to another one that isn't. I know he was testing it. But, again, I guess, from what CNN is saying, Jesus Christ, I can't even believe I fucking said that. Uh, I wish I would I would, I wish I would have saw that first and I never would have read that fucking article. But, God damn it. Um, it's his, it could be his opposition. Because they would be well connected. They would they would have the ability to hire mercenaries from Colombia, from wherever needed. And uh, it's a sad situation, but that's what politics is, man. Politics is a sad fucking situation. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So I guess it wasn't the Clintons. <laughs> well, it still might be. Who knows? Who the fuck knows, honestly? Let's put this cigarette out. And, uh... Man. See, that that this is... This is gonna be an interesting story. I mean... We'll wait to see what happens. The second story was about more COVID cases in the U.S. No, was that the second story? And if you drill down to a state level, you can really see what's going on. Yes. The second story was about how the COVID outbreak in in less vaccinated places... Well, I don't fucking believe it. Number one, it's NPR. So you can't fucking believe what they say either. But, but... As I said, we're at the point right now where everybody who wants to be vaccinated has been vaccinated. Because it's rather easy to get. So don't fucking... See, they're trying to force this vaccine on you. Why? Why are they trying to force this vaccine on you or in you? Why are they trying to rape you with this goddamn vaccine? That's the question you should be asking yourself. Try to figure out why. Why are they fucking coming down so hard with this unproven vaccine? Hmm. Kind of makes you... Things that make you go, hmm. The third story was about the troops leaving Afghanistan. And how it's Biden's plan. Number one, Trump announced it, and now Biden's fulfilling it. So obviously it wasn't either one of their plans. It comes from above. Because we need to give our proxy army more supplies. That's why we withdrew. So the Taliban can get all of our weapons, all of our shit. That's just, that's that's the deal that was made with the Taliban. (laughs) Look it up. It's happened in the past. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm fucking saying. And now, now, it is time for Suspicious Observers and Space Weather. Let's see what Space Weather is going to be 
for Friday. So, oh, actually, no, I forgot. We're, what we're going to do first is we're going to watch the video that uh, he put up last night. Then we will move on to today's space weather. Good evening, Mr. Ben. Good evening, folks. The latest bombshell from the journals truly deserves its own little episode. This was the delivery of a name to the 6,000-year solar cycle, now called the Heinrich Bond Cycle. The correlation between the sun's 6,000-year cycle and the Heinrich events on Earth was one of our most important hypotheses, and that the ice sheets were worked by the larger scale shaking and stirring of the sun every 6,000 years for a mega flare, which we know punctuates the 6,000-year cycle, along with a slightly smaller one on the 3,000-year half cycle. And this is the forcing evidenced in rapid ice sheet effects known as the Heinrich events, the most important millennial-scale climate events. It's a critical step in the recognition of the connection between these major rare phenomena on Earth and the Sun, and one we had hypothesized as being the answer to those events. Given that it would be the only thing that could explain all of the evidence, the fact that the cycles matched and we just needed to connect the dots. This is an excellent moment to go back to that hypothesis in the first episode of the 2021 Disaster Cycle series. After nearly 100 episodes in the 2019 and 2020 series, we had to regroup, and while evidence pretty much was speaking for itself, now the journals do too. Let's go back one more time and let's hear what is becoming a compelling theory, no longer just a hypothesis. 12,000 years ago was the Younger Dryas cold event, immediately following the Gothenburg magnetic excursion. 18,000 years ago, it was the half-cycle Helenopoly minor excursion event and coinciding Heinrich event. 24,000 years ago was the Lake Mungo magnetic excursion, matching another Heinrich event. And the next half-cycle is not named, but it was clearly bad, likely due to volcanic activity. Now, about 36,000 years ago, there is no recognized Heinrich event, but there are papers suggesting it should be included. And you can probably see why, especially in the black and above in the pink. And another we'll see in a minute. Yes, it's not all of the curves, but then again, look around. No Heinrich events show up in all of them, or even most of them. H4, somewhat awkward. It really only shows up in the black line, and it's not much worse than the previous down spikes, one of which would certainly hit the next half cycle before the Le Champ excursion, the most well-known magnetic excursion of all, around 45, 46, maybe as late as 48,000 years ago, leading directly into H5. So there absolutely is a less cluttered way to look at these major events during magnetic excursions and their half cycles, which again match the two scariest cycle levels of the sun. A, B, C, and D are now on there, and those are the magnetic excursions. The blue line on here is the other one I promised, and you'd see that matches the Mono Lake excursion event that we were angling for a moment ago. Now, when we add A1, B1, and so on for the half-cycle events, this is really starting to match up. And one can try to take this cycle back all the way to the Blake excursion and past, but it gets very difficult. It is helpful to look only back to the Toba event 72,000 years ago because the approximately 12,000-year excursion cycle has held up pretty well since then. We recently shared this chart on suspiciousobservers.org, and knowing that these magnetic excursions come with major cold events, if not officially recognized Heinrich events immediately thereafter, here are the major volcanic eruptions that match up with those time periods within the error ranges and the biosphere stresses on the right. All but the Vostok Greenland event have clear candidates, 
and they include megafaunal extinctions. The Toba event was the last time humans actually came close to not making it in one of these. With the Lake Mungo event, the only major human effect was the abandonment of settlement regions in the West African region that had been definitively used for 40,000 years, back to 65,000 years ago since the resettlement after Toba. Of course, not only is it a magnetic excursion, climate event, volcanic disasters, and biosphere stress. And it's not just that the cycle is due again now and we happen to see the magnetic field of Earth changing in the exact way expected, accelerating every few years. But it's also the isotopes in the bones and surge deposits and in the microtectites and the stories of the black sun and the insistence of a solar instigation of the disaster. I say no fear because fear is a thief of time and focus and you'll need both to live your life and actively remain informed and prepared for the future. Same principle as insurance. Don't be a denier of this pattern or its imminent return. And don't think every little thing is the end. That'll get old pretty quick. I'll see <laughs> yeah. you in the morning for the daily show. Be safe, everyone. Good shit. Good shit. Oh, shit. I'm dropping roaches all over the place. I forgot I had roaches in there. Whoops. Okay. But, uh, that was awesome. Like, like you said. Yay! Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Well, he didn't say that. He said, because the fear is a thief of time. And it is. And energy. And it is. But fear isn't real. It's just situations you make up in your head. Fear is not real. So no fear. No fear at all. Just, like he said, learn. Pay attention and soak up what you need to know for what's coming. And now we say, good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We've got a bit of solar activity. The earthquake watch we've been discussing has hit already. And we'll run down some top science news, starting with our star at spaceweathernews.com. We find the last 24 hours on the sun, and things look relatively quiet. The earthquake watch is set by the IMF of that southern coronal hole, and the alert is continuing through today. What is tough to pick out is that we had a few more solar flares. On the X-ray flux chart, you see the high C-class signatures there. Earth-facing quiet note as this active region waited once again to depart to fire away. Top quake of the day struck California near the Nevada border, knocked boulders onto highways nearby. Again, alert continues. Folks, I went ahead and pulled the seven-day temperature departure to accentuate what we said the other day. The news only covered the record heat, and sure, it was newsworthy, no doubt. But look how much of the country was below average, and recall that we saw record cold marks in there as well. Hashtag bigger picture. Let's head out to <laughs> Mars where rover data is messing with the scientists. It appears vast portions of the rock record have been erased right there in the very soil itself. A simple function of hydrology flow resetting the chemistry wonder if that happens on earth what never mind <laughs> avi Loeb is on his latest challenge to the dark matter models while it presents an excellent problem to be applied to those cold dark matter models it does unfortunately suggest that some satellite galaxies must have dark matter over density which is called making a correction in the wrong freaking direction so let's find something moving in the right direction. Folks, veteran observers are used to seeing comparisons between visible light, infrared, radio, x-rays. But these are all within the radio category. When we have said that our technology hasn't progressed to see all of the dusty plasma in the cosmos, this is a great bit to visualize that. Imagine just picking one radio wavelength 
and missing all the expanse or the fine detail to be seen in the others. Loving this one. To close here, folks, we've got two recurrent Nova stories. The first is about classical Nova lithium production. Now, folks, these suggest that some of the classical Nova produce so little lithium they need to look elsewhere again for that cosmic lithium. But remember, classical Nova recur, and that's only really realized in the published work of about half the field. And so let's ride that into our final story of the day. More names for the Nova events, and these ones all have definitive stars left behind to go boom again someday. But perhaps most interesting is yet another look at the variety of Nova shapes and patterns. It hits on the concept we've tried so hard to convey. It is indeed a wide diversity of progenitors and environmental pre-Nova conditions. We greatly appreciate your support. I truly hope you caught last night's special video. It is linked for you below this one here today if you missed it. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Good shit, Mr. Ben. Good shit again. Stellar. Stellar job, my friend. Fucking love it. I love it. Shout out. Shout out. To the Good News Network. For the quote of the day. The easiest thing to be in the world is you. The most difficult thing to be is what other people want you to be. Leo Biscaglia. The easiest thing to be in the world is you. The most difficult thing to be is what other people want you to be. Follow your fucking heart. Do you. You aren't going to please everybody, so why try? If people don't like you for who you are, then fuck them. They don't deserve to be around you. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. So be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every day. And make shit happen.